Hello? Can you hear me? Hello and welcome to another episode of Can You Hear Me, the first podcast of the ITSM family. Together with me, there is my co-host Chrissy, and uh, today we have the pleasure of having a very special guest, a very important uh, person in our organization, not only because he's in charge of uh, one of the European countries uh, that we are supporting starting this year, but also because he's our capability director. So we start with a very scary word. So Tom, welcome and uh, introduce yourself. Yes, thank you. Chrissy, uh, love that you want to have me here in the in the podcast. So I'm really looking forward to this session. Um, for those of you that don't know me yet, I'm Tom Flipser and one of my roles in ITSM group is capability director, capability manager. And it has everything to do with preparing, aligning, making sure that we have, you know, we have the right music we tune into as a company. And I can explain a little bit more on that later, what that actually means. Okay, that uh, sounds like an important position. But um, we uh, learned about the Capability Cafe. Can you uh, explain us more about the cafe itself? Yes, sure. So the, the idea behind the Capability Cafe is that it's a, it's a place where you meet. Yeah, you meet online in the ServiceNow community pages. And we did one Capability Cafe session before. And it has one objective. So it's, it's, it's to bring knowledge together. So now that we all work remotely due to Corona and a lot of other restrictions, we are, of course, uh, dispersed over six five, six European countries. So it's not so easy to bump into each other and exchange this like incidental knowledge that you would pick up in the coffee corner when you bump into someone and say, hey, how's your day? You know, what's your projects? What are you involved in? And sometimes you roll into these discussions where you all of a sudden by accident find out that someone is just solving something that you know that one of your colleagues is doing. And the idea behind the Capability Cafe is to kind of collect this and facilitate this accidental learning and knowledge in a way that it's very easy to exchange ideas, exchange knowledge, find out that someone has just built an interactive widget on a portal page that someone else is needing in one of their projects and they're struggling with it for a week already. So capability is uh, around people. Yeah, capability is around people. So. I have, a, I have a pretty strong philosophy on that organizations actually have no capabilities. They have assets or resources. And especially in consulting companies, the, there is no assets except maybe printers and cars and other stuff. But the only other true thing they have is people. And the people have skills and therefore an organization has capabilities. So this is very reassuring uh, to be considered really uh, as a important pieces of the company itself. And this is what we are trying to explain to the rest of the listeners out there. ITSM Group is trying to make sure that uh, each of us has the voice and uh, has also the opportunity of uh, sharing any thoughts with the rest of the organization. So uh, you were not that long within the ITSM Group, but you already started what we are calling the cultural revolution. What do you think are the key points we can learn out of this cultural revolution that is around the people? 
Yeah, that's a great question, Kira. So um, to, to answer the question, I need to give you uh, a theory, but not only a theory, it's something that I really believe in and I really live live by, I guess. Um, and that's the thing that if, if people are the key, and let's, let's compare capability management people and the skills that they have to the, to the music industry. So I did a talk last year on the Weihnachtsfeier and uh, on the Christmas party, I spoke about that actually what we have is, you know, musicians, we have talents. Yeah? And the talents, they are the people, they are the musicians, they sing, they do the performance on stage with the customers because they have this special skill to, like I mentioned, build a widget or build a cool web page or build a good process flow. Yeah? So those are our talents, our heroes, our rock stars. Now, what the management needs to do and the capability management needs to do is we need to tune into the market and see what kind, what type of music is hot on the radio, yeah? So that we may want to decide that, oh, maybe we should tune into a more rock sound or a more uh, more classical music. And if you compare those musics, of course, it is the, you know, the, the, the things that are not only attractive in the market, but there's also a market for it, yeah? And then... You need to combine that with the natural talent people have. So one person perhaps is an excellent violin player. So the management then needs to make sure that there is a, a stage set up for the violin player. There is a, a band backing it up so that you get a nice orchestra. Yeah? And then you sell the places in the room, you fill it up, and you plan for the next concert. But for me, the stars, the heroes, that's the violin players, the singers. That's the talent. That's the people we have. Mm. And Tom, do we have any any tools to to support our our team, our teammates um, to to engage with each other? So, if I have a special talent, how do I get uh, to know the others uh, about my talent and maybe um, who needs help? Where can I put in my offer? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Chrissy. So. What we are currently working on is a is a career framework, and that sounds like a rather stiff or rigid framework. Where actually it's not. It is a um, a really cool uh, uh, tool set on the ServiceNow platform. So it's on the same platform where we do our timesheets, where we do our invoices, and it will have a sort of a market space function where you can basically you can on a almost Google-like way type the kind of person skills you are looking for and then the system will go in and will find that hey Chrissy has a certification for software asset management and she has communication skills and she has presentation skills and she can moderate a workshop and it will find maybe another alternative and then you can have a, a you know as a, a project manager or someone looking for a certain thing to be solved or addressed you can get a good comparison on what people do we have What skills are they? And then find, you know, either the one that's closest to you or the one that is best fit for the job. Or maybe even consider to, there is a new guy on board. Uh, he's not very mature yet. So let me start an initiative that I maybe take Chrissy for this job, but I have the other person following Chrissy so he learns. Yeah? And you can only do that if you know exactly where what skill is. And because we will do that in our ServiceNow platform, We will have a view on all the capabilities we have, on all the skills our people have, the, the team in Romania, the team in Switzerland, in Austria, in Germany, and in the Netherlands. And it brings it all together in one platform. That's really cool. And uh, it's important for us to know that we have uh, uh, 
something uh, like this that is coming. Uh, but uh, do we also have uh, communities where we can uh, engage in a more informal way and get to know each other? Yes, we do. We do. So we have um, we have two places actually. We have a knowledge base, which has um, it has multiple components, but it also has a ServiceNow training component where I mm, quite occasionally, not regularly, post, uh, especially like like the Paris release now in ServiceNow. So if there's any changes to the partner program, you can find like a summary of the changes there with an attached PDF on on the whole document, which is usually 15, 16 pages. And I try to summarize that in a few bullet points, what's the main changes. And next to the knowledge base, of course, there's also the community portal. And that is more of an interactive portal where we have different topics. I, I saw some questions on there on people that wanted to script something. And then I saw uh, Max answer something. And the community portal is actually a really living thing because you can also, uh, you can earn points for answering the right questions or the, or answering the questions right. So, um, you know, if I ask a question, you respond, I can say that, no, I don't like this answer. So no points for you. <laughs> or you can turn it around and you can say, no, this answer really helped me a lot. So I can give some credit. So it's like a, um, a gamification element in, the, in there as well. So we can see who's actually most active on the community, but it's not to, to track who's most active. It's just, we want to see how, how how lively the community is and how quickly answers get submitted to questions that there are. Okay, cool. And I just want to uh, give a little hint. Everyone can subscribe to this community. Just go to our portal and uh, check our communities. Um, Tom, we talked about skills and maybe about service now and I have a certification, but there are also the soft skills. So, what do you think? How important are they for the personal development? They are. They are key. They are like they are like more important than the technical skills because um, you need to really, as a consultant, when you're in a customer, you need to be aware of so many things. You need to be aware of how the customer feels. Did they maybe already have one of these projects which failed with another platform? Because that will give a total different mindset and perception start on how the project should be handled. You need to know if if the people that you're working with on the customer side or even your own colleagues, if they have maybe a bad situation at home so that they might be a little bit short-tempered on if you ask a question twice. So the soft skills, talking, you know, summarizing something in an email and maybe before you send out the email, a line that everyone agrees, okay, this is the right summary. How you close off an email with, you know, the question, please, please let me know if I misinterpreted something or you have a different opinion on something I, that's written in the summary. You always need to make sure that you give everyone the right space to feel to feel at home in a project, in a delivery. And I would say, I would arguably say that more than 50% of the success of a project or a digital transformation or any transformation is dependent on the soft skills. I had a, I had a coach years ago and he always had a, had a you know one very stringent question to new people and that was do you know why the human being has two ears and only one mouth yeah and you need to you need to really think about what he meant by that and i i hope it's obvious that to everyone to the podcast that it means you should listen twice the time you talk yeah it's a bit strange for me now saying it on a podcast because i you know i don't practice my listening now because i'm 
sort of answering your questions longer than actually the question is. So for me, it's a little bit of a strange feeling because I, I really try to make this into one my one of my points when I talk to people. You should always listen more than you talk. Yeah. Another saying is you you learn when you listen. Yeah. And when you talk, you don't learn anything. Wow. And um, I'm sure that this is a, a very valuable advice um, for uh, all the people in the organization, especially for the ones that are trying to find their space and uh, to understand uh, how they will fit in the framework now that you are telling us that uh, the cultural change will be supported by something where everybody will have his own uh, space. So... Um, how difficult uh, it is for you to start this uh, new um, cultural change and uh, create a framework where everybody should fit in? Yeah, that's that's a that's a great question, Chiara. Because um, uh, I have this cartoon image where there's two cartoon guys and they're sitting at a table, and I use it sometimes in a in a project when it started, and they have a thing on the whiteboard and on the table which says, you know, the cultural change is Thursday 3 a.m. Yeah, and that image says everything. A cultural change is not something you do by you do by large sessions. You do it by small and consistent, very consistent changes all the time. I always compare it to brushing your teeth. You can brush your teeth a whole day once a year. It doesn't help. You need to do it two minutes every day. Yeah, and then it helps. Then it keeps your te teeth clean. And actually, you should do it three times a day. But if you do it in the morning and in the evening. It doesn't replace one big toothbrush session before you go to the dentist. And, and so is the same with cultural changes. You need to implement for yourself and for your colleagues something that is small. It is changing piece by piece on, on where you want to go with the company culture. So um, especially for the capability, meaning how can we support as, as the organization and as your colleagues and as your team members, how can we support this? Because I think it just if everyone is living it, um, but maybe we don't know why and how to live it, uh, how can we support this this um, engaging of the capabilities? Yeah, that's that's a that's a good question. Uh, that's a good question, uh, Chrissy, because like I said, it's it's small things you do very repeatedly, like brushing your teeth. Um, I give you an example what I what I try to do with some people because you said it in the intro of the Capability Cafe. You said, or in the, in the intro of the session, you said, it is, uh, shh, I'm in a meeting. Yeah. And that's something we, we all have. We are always all, you know, almost back to back in the day planned with meetings, which means we we should take the time for each other Like I said, two ears, one mouth. You need to take the time to listen, but you also need to give that time to your colleagues. Because only when you listen, you truly find out how to connect to other people and how to help other people. And if you, um, how do I say it? If you truly listen and take the time for it, then then you connect. So one of the things I I was kind of, trying with some people in the company is they call and they said, no, you probably don't have time. And I said, sure, I have time. But you, before I listen, you need to promise me one thing. You need to somewhere this week for two other people make 15 minutes available uh, to give to them, even when it doesn't fit. Yeah? And I'm, I'm, it's like a pyramid system. So I'm hoping that at some point someone will tell me that, oh, someone promised me that I need to give you 15 minutes now because I made a promise to someone else. 
And I think if we have these small things, we will all create some time to listen to each other. And like I said, only in true listening, we find out what, what is driving us. This is a very uh, valuable hint for us because we are working uh, daily with um, several people of the, of the organization. And uh, we are trying our best to make sure that uh, everybody feels welcome to ask a question, but we all know that we are really overwhelmed by, by meetings and uh, it's not easy to, to give back the time to people. So um, I think that at least Christian and me will uh, make sure that we always offer our help, even when the time is not suiting. Uh, if everything goes like we are imagining, so we, we learn how to behave like a family. What is uh, the vision that you have in mind for us in uh, one or two years? So the vision I have in my mind is that in, in two years or somewhere end of next year, we will have a very large community of people that not only know each other, but they are also friends of each other and they, they don't look at the clock. They you know, they know that if you call me now at this day and age in time, maybe Thursday evening, eight o'clock, they know that whoever is calling them from whichever country IDSM group is spending, they have done their checks, they have checked the manuals, they have, you know, did their research, they have browsed some fora and they have an issue which is urgent enough to call and that they cannot answer. And that then the phone is not only picked up, but it's actively like a pop-up hackathon, you know, the solution is worked out. Yeah. And then, then you know, two weeks later, the same thing happens in reverse somewhere else. And I'm I'm really thrilled by the idea that if we get this community, this family feeling, I mean, with family, it's the same thing. If if they call you 1 a.m. in the night, you know that something is wrong and you, you are alert and awake and you're ready to help, you know, no questions asked. And And this is something for me, if we can achieve in some way or form this somewhere next year or in the year after, then we have a really lively community a really lively family spanning five countries maybe even more in europe and we can we can do some kick-ass projects together with our customers and we don't need to worry on the success because the success will not be a question anymore the success will be there because we know that we have so many colleagues we can rely on so we are all you know feeling really secure and mature when we enter a project and we already know that you know there is no customer that can tell us it's not possible or it's a, it's a bad mission. We, we know that we will succeed because we have this, this support feeling of this huge family across Europe behind us. Okay, you got me. I'm, I jump on the train. <laughs> I will be available if you ping me. <laughs> so um, regarding the hackathon, I have a, a last question. So can we do something like this? Can we have a hackathon? Can we, can we I don't know have a, a cool session where everyone is somehow involved and we make some cool applications? Yeah, of course, of course we can. And uh, I think, of course, we should. Um, in, the, in the university program we run in Romania together with the university there, we did on a Saturday, on a Saturday morning, we started, we did, uh, we did each student had uh, a semester to prepare based on the ServiceNow Fundamentals course. And they all had 15 minutes to pitch their idea. Five minutes for a presentation, five minutes for an idea, like a demo of the platform, what they built, and then five minutes for Q&A. And I have to tell you, at the beginning of the day, I thought, 
Oh, it's going to be a long day. It's a Saturday. We start 8, 8 a.m. for me in Romania, 9 o'clock. And there was even a guy from service now there in the UK who got up at 7. And we finished around 4.30, 5. And we didn't take a break. And it felt like one big buzz. The solutions, they were so phenomenal what we saw there. And, you know, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't do it internally. We had um, um, a guy in the Netherlands. Um, four weeks ago and there was someone else from Germany for something completely different in the office. And then um, at some point in the afternoon, they, they kind of got together, looked at an idea, rolled out their keyboards and they just started, started building a solution for the, for the problem that was there, or let's say the challenge that was there. And I, I made a short video of it. I called it a pop-up hackathon uh, just to make fun. And, you know, I, you know, the facilitation is there that you have enough Coca-Cola and, and food to, to get through this challenge. But yeah, I love, I love the idea, Chrissy. We definitely, we definitely should do that because there is, you know, there's so many good ideas floating around in the company and it would be a shame if we don't, we don't bring those to life. Tom, thank you because you are bringing the inspiration, um, within, uh, the way we are working. So it, this this feeling motivates us a lot to do better and to make sure that we act like a family all together. Uh, of course, I hope that this is not the last time you will be with us. I want to invite you for uh, a series. So I can officially say we will start the Capability Cafe series with you because uh, it's very interesting and uh, we still need to cover a lot of subjects with you. So thank you very much. Thank you, Chrissy for being with me today. Thank you. And uh, Tom, thank you very much for, for being with us. Uh, I, I loved really uh, your talk because uh, even if uh, we normally should listen more than talking, I think uh, you have a lot to say and we can uh, learn a lot from you. Yeah, thanks, Chrissy. Thanks, Kiara, for, for having me here. And I'm definitely, definitely up for a, a series. So um, if today was on the rock stars and the rock music, Maybe next time we tune into another type of music from the from the Capability Cafe. And uh, yeah, just let me know when, where, and I'll be there. Thank you very much. And uh, to the next one. <laughs>